you know, there are some jobs out there that I wonder how people get them and how people are so lucky to have them. Well, this next segment is about one of those and how art restoration is so important in the future. We're going to find out why. Alicia Cooch joins us now, the founder and head conservator at the Toronto Art Restoration. Uh, Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. First of all, how does one become an art restorer? Um, well, the most traditional route is to go to school, of course. Um, usually it starts with you need to have an undergraduate, and most uh, students in Canada come in with either um, some type of history degree or um, a science degree or fine art degree. And then from there, you can go on into two streams. You can either go to do your master's in art conservation or heritage conservation, or you could take a, a diploma program, which um, is usually about uh, a year or two. The master's in Canada is also two years. Right. It's, it sounds like, though, there's a lot of demand for this. Um, I would say in Canada... I mean, Canada is never going to compare to, let's say, countries in Europe where they have a much, much older history. Um, But I did my education actually in Italy. I did a diploma program there. And then I tried to work in Italy for a bit, and there was too much competition. So although there, you know, there was a lot more to work on, there were a lot more jobs, there was a ton of competition. Where in Canada... Um, we are still a very young country in terms of, you know, collection of its cultural heritage. And, um, you know, there's, there's not as many people who have gone into the field. Right. We only have one master's program in all of Canada. Wow. Right? So everybody goes to Queen's University to get that education. Right. So tell me about the kind of work that you do. What kind of artwork do you restore? So I work in private practice. So we do work for museums, but I'm not working in a museum. Um, We have a studio and we have either museums, government collections or private collections that um, give us their artwork when either it needs preservation or more invasive restoration. So that's going to be on any kind of uh, fine arts or cultural objects such as sculptures or paintings, um, murals, works on paper. And it'll be everything from, you know, documenting the piece and observing the piece to, uh, you know, see if there's any damage and to kind of give it a, monitor it as it as it ages to make sure it's still in a stable state or more invasive treatments, which are going to involve, you know, let's say uh, there's, some parts of the painting that are missing or torn, we'll be able to stabilize those and in-paint them so that, you know, it brings the piece back to a cohesive and uh, stable state. Right. I just feel like your line of work, there must be so much stress involved in this too, because like one one little mistake, Alicia, I feel like it, you, it, could, be, it could be ruined, right? <laughs> Um, I, I will not, I will not lie to anyone and say that it is not a stressful, uh, profession. It is, it does come with quite, you know, the the stakes are high. You have to be very concentrated and take the work very seriously. Um, most conservators in their first, I would say one or two years, especially, (laughs) excuse me, especially if they're working in private practice do have, we call it the sleepless nights, 
where you stay up all night just thinking, did I make the right decision? Was that, <laughs> right. was that okay? Was that, you know, the highest standard I could have possibly given it? So I, I would say most conservators have this in their first two, three years. Some of them quit after that point because it's just too stressful, right? Wow. Um, okay. So I don't think a lot I, of people would consider art restoration <laughs> to be a very stressful line of work. Well, people, you know, the, the works, the hard works that we're working on, they mean so much to our clients, right? So um, we use, I mean, as much science as we possibly can to eliminate as much error as we can, but we're still just humans, right? So, um, so it does come with a certain amount of stress. What I found worked, and, and I, I, you know, if I didn't start working with the team um, after about two years, I think that... I probably would have uh, given up conservation by now. It really, really helped a lot to start to take on, I, I moved my practice from just me working to now we have seven people working. So it's, it's a hard rule in my company that there are no secrets. There is no stress that anyone is going to internalize and overthink. We all have to... If there's something that we're worried about or we, you know, don't know what decision to make, that's absolutely understandable. We talk about it together. Right. We try to figure out as a group what is the best decision to make. And that has taken off, I would say, almost 100% of the stress to make the decisions together. Alicia, how important is this? Do you think in the future, your type of job, how important is it? I would say very, very important. <laughs> I mean, we go, everyone goes amongst their days and they, along their days and they, um, you know, we get busy with everything that's going on and technology and new development and new style and it, it, it has a tendency to take over. So it's really important at every stage to realize within our environment and within our culture, what is significant? Um, and we can't just let, you know, the Walmarts of the world tell us what is significant. We have to, in ourselves, look at, you know, what is significant around us, these tangible uh, visual indicators around us, and say what is worth saving and keeping on into the future. And if we want to save it, well, we have to take steps to do that, right? Are we doing that, do you feel like? Like, is there an appreciation for, you know, making sure we have these works of art, that we restore them? Yes. In Canada, we are, and I would say in the last 15 years, we have been taking even more care of our cultural heritage. And not just, it's not just about taking care of the old things. You know, that's obviously important. We want to take care of our history. But it's also... Uh, making some very sound decisions about what is important to us. So definitely in the last 15 years, I would say including all cultures within Canada, our entire BIPOC community, who are the people in Canada and what do we want to cherish um, from a multicultural spectrum has become much more important in Canada in the last 15 years, and we have been making huge progress in that field. 
Right, but there's still a ways to go. So people like you, if, there, if people want to go into <laughs> art restoration, would you say, hey, this is pretty good in the future. We're going to need people to do this work. Yes, definitely. Oh, we need... Canada does not have uh, enough people working in cultural heritage right now. It's definitely a field that uh, we need more people in. All right. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thanks so much for having me.